Sanders Snooker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Has Been. Banter, lather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing quite well, except uh, I would like to actually request a different name. Or a different nickname. Have you filled out the proper forms and triplicate? For, for this, this, well, actually I have because I want my new nickname to be Government Cheese. Adrian Government <laughs> Cheese Wiley. So I got more this week. Hold on. Government Cheese. Can we call it Government Cheese? Government Cheese, yeah. Government Cheese. Government Cheese. So I'm um, Adrian Government take, Cheese Wiley. I will take that under advisement, but I will make no promises. Because I, I tell you what, it's, it's, it's really great at this point. I, I am so... I am so proud. For the first time in my life, I'm proud to be an American because, you know, I, I'm I'm asking not what I can do for my country. I'm asking what my country can do for me. And, you know, I feel like I'm really, by taking all this thousands upon thousands of dollars of, of government money, I feel like I'm really making a difference. You know, I'm, I'm helping to uh, bankrupt the United States government and to completely uh you know decimate the dollar and what, well, what did you get by the way uh, we got another uh, uh dawn got her uh unemployment uh coronavirus unemployment compensation mm. so that was another uh few grand there so uh, you know it's it's wonderful because I, i'm really doing my part i'm doing my part uh because i am taking all these uh fiat dollars uh that the government keeps giving me and i'm converting it into gold and silver so i i really think that you know I'm preparing for a fiscal future without the federal government or the U.S. dollar involved. I got you. I think that's important. Good for you. you know, it's it's time for for all Americans to look out for themselves. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, 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 exactly. Dun, dun. Oh, you should have had some music playing ready. For uh, you know, you actually, yeah, that was that was a rather uh, a rather patriotic speech I just gave. Wasn't yes, it? it was. Yeah, America. Yeah. So so that's where America. I'm at right now. You know, the only thing that would have been better is if you would have bought fireworks and firearms with the money. And then shot the fireworks at a federal government building. <laughs> that might have been fun. <laughs> that could be a good time. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, protected yourself with the arm, with the with the gun, with the gun. Well, before they have a registry where they have to, you know, where they gotta do that. But yeah, yeah. So, so. Uh, now I'm gonna stick with gold and silver. Thanks. All right, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Or or that or that. Yeah. Um. So there's a. But I'm doing my part. And uh, you should be, too. So, folks, if you haven't yet, make sure to apply for any federal stimulus that you can. All of them. All of it. All of it. Yeah. Double, triple, whatever. You know, get all that you can get now. You know, because, hey, our, our country is going down the tubes. It's only the it's the right thing to do to milk it while you can. Milk it while you can. Milk it while you can. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> the Titanic is going down. You might as well take the silverware. I guess so. You know. 
All right, so there's a lot of there's well not a lot of different stuff, but there's some different stuff. There's to a get lot into. of different stuff to get into this week. However, we're this, gonna we're gonna need to go three hours this week, maybe four. For the the first thing I do want to get into though, actually, is the one of the signs that the idiocracy apocalypse is upon us. Okay. Okay. So this week, the Washington Redskins. <laughs> Wait, who? Well, they're no longer considered the Washington Redskins. The football team formerly football known team, as the Redskins. Yes, the football team normally known as the Washington Redskins. They're just symbol now, like Prince. Have now changed their name to Washington Football Team. All the colors remain the same. They're just called Washington Football Team, established 1932. I like that. Now, here's the thing. They said they Maybe were Maybe they could call themselves the 32ers. The 32ers. Yeah. Or the Washington football giants. Just let's name every team the giants until tall people get offended. Um, and then we can just, you know, say the, you know, the the Tampa Bay football giants, you know, the Washington football giants, the New York football giants, the Houston football giants. You know, it'd be perfect. Everybody's just called the giants. Everybody's huh? just called the giants. Yeah. I mean, then the giants will always win the Super Bowl. That's true. Yeah, I'm putting I'm putting my money on the Giants, but the, but the Giants will always lose the Super Bowl. <laughs> that, yeah, that's true. That's true. And you know that that kind of makes me happy, just knowing that that uh, you know there's a uh, 31 out of 32 chance that the Giants will lose the Super Bowl. Now, it, now here's the thing: it doesn't look like this is going to be the permanent change, right? However, are you kidding me? Like, how did th- you have these football teams have hundreds of millions of dollars? So they have tons of people that work for these football teams, right? You have staff, you have creative people, ad people, marketing people. You had two weeks. Are you telling me you couldn't come up with a better temporary name than just, well, let's just call it the Washington football team. Like, are you kidding me? This is the this is one of the signs that idiocracy is upon us. That, you know, you make an excellent point there. I mean, that is a truly... A really good point. It's possible that the 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 Redskins, the team formerly known as the Redskins, are just doing a fuck you. You know, hey, you didn't like the name? Fine, we won't have any name. So it could be there. Oh, I hope that's what it is. I, I, have, I would feel better if that's what it I is. have a feeling that there's there's obviously they can't come out and say that, you know, because they would just be skewered politically. Here's the thing I don't understand. I don't ever recall seeing a bunch of Indians protesting the name. I mean, the engines are cool with it. Fucking, why do we, if, if Red Man says it's okay, why the hell do we care? You know, really what it is, it's a bunch of pissed off white people about the name. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the dumbest thing ever. Oh, you know, this is completely stupid. Look, you're right. It, this was a, this was a, a good term for somebody. It wasn't, it wasn't to make fun of Indians. Right. I never figured this one out. I never understood. And here's the thing. They've done polling on from Native Americans right. about the name, and they didn't have a problem with it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mean, it's, it's the here's majority. the thing. We're not naming something silly after them, okay? So we're naming something that, you know, we're proud of. This is something we're honored to 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 be you know, to associate with an Indian tribe or, or yeah. with a war, you know, Indian warrior or chief, you know, people don't name football things over things they're making football teams over things they're making fun of. Mm-hmm. They m- name football thing teams over things that are cool and badass and, you know, things that they look up to. So, I, I, you know, it's even though the term itself might be a little, 
you know, uh, very, very, in my opinion, very, very mildly, you know, offensive. I, I would never care if someone called me a white skin or a light skin or, you know, it just it doesn't seem to bother me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's even, all context. E- even so, this is in a context where it is meant to be an honorary thing, you know, a, a thing to be looked up to. I mean, that logo, for example, is like that's as badass as it gets. That's you know, a that's a, that's a respectful you know, thing there's, there's no, so I just don't get that part of it. Well, my brother-in-law Ray Ray is a huge Redskins fan and has been a Redskins fan or the team no, formerly known as the Redskins fan for a long time. This might be enough that he's done. Yeah. With oh it. yeah. There's, there's a lot of things going on in sports where people are going to be done. I, They're I think killing right. sports. No, I think, I think they are I killing mean, like, sports. Watching the baseball games where literally every single player is kneeling and holding some black cloth or something like that or kneeling in front of some black cloth, um, you know. And the one guy who refuses to do it is being ostracized. So literally we went full circle. I mean, folks, it's like nobody understands what freedom should actually be. Because initially you had a bunch of people who were all pissed off at this one guy who was kneeling in protest, right? Mm -hmm. Now... You're forcing, essentially, you know, mandating that everybody kneels because I guarantee you that most of those baseball players couldn't give a shit one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're here to they're do their job and play a game. So but one guy says he refuses to because he only kneels before Jesus. He's a devout Christian. And he says, I'm not going to kneel for that. Yeah. You know? And now he's being ostracized. So it's like we just all we did was flip it around. It's still just as meaningless. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Either way. So. Uh, Again, it's we are killing sports in general by doing this. I am like, for example, Don wanted to watch a Rays game last night and I put it on for like 15 seconds was about all I could stomach because as soon as I realized that they were piping in fan noise to an empty stadium, I was like, no, I'm out. I, I can't pretend like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And watching the guys in the dugout wearing masks. Really? Hold on. The guys in the dugouts are wearing masks? Yeah. Yeah. But they weren't wearing masks when they went up to bat. No. <laughs> no. So Hold on. And none of the guys in the outfield are wearing masks. No. So only I didn't when see they anyone were, in the outfield. Only when they were sitting in the stadium <laughs> right. were they wearing a mask. <laughs> right. And then you got Fauci in the stands. of uh, Taking his off. Yeah, taking his off to talk. Well, yeah, because rules for thee, but not for me. I, you know, it's just so fucking it's ridiculous. It's all the work. It's all the work. It's totally right, work. So hold on. So he, so my brother-in-law posed a question to me last night. Oh, okay, good. And I'm going to pose this question to you. Yeah. So he's a, he was a big Redskins fan. Right. What he's been doing is buying more Redskin uh, paraphernalia. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're More right, stuff right. with yeah. Redskins on it because it's going to go away. Sure. Right? It's not going away. Well, I mean, the name is going away. Oh, well, I, I guarantee you'll be able to find Redskins stuff for years. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the question was, if you filled your house with a whole bunch of Redskins stuff and you leave it up, is that considered racist now? Uh, I don't consider any of it racist. Well, I know you don't, but I'm just curious, you know. I, I, I'm sure there are people out there that will consider it so. I, I mean, there's there's people out there that consider just the weirdest things, you know, that don't even make any rational sense whatsoever. So, yeah, somebody's going to consider yeah. it racist. What I told them was if somebody comes in your house and says that, you should kick them out of your house. Oh, yeah, they, they're not welcome in yeah, my house go anymore. Now. Yeah, go <laughs> Time to leave. Just leave now. Yeah. <laughs> and don't ever come back. No, no, no. Yeah, in the, like, it would, if someone were to say that to me, 
I don't know if I would ever talk to that person again. That's almost like flat earther. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is almost on that level. I, I concur. Because I will never associate with anyone that is a flat earther. I can't either because I can just never take anything they say seriously. It's like I, if you're at that point where whether, you know, <laughs> Redskins is racist or flat earth or anywhere in that zone, I have zero respect for you because you can't think rationally. So I really have no interest in hearing what you have to say. Yeah. 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 At that point, the only value you are to me is for my own entertainment because yeah. I'm going to just troll the fuck out of you and watch you go out of your mind. Yeah. You know, I just, so seriously, at, at that point, it's like those people are just of no value. Useful idiots. And they're only useful yeah. for entertainment. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. We are heading so rapidly towards idiocracy. And I, I always would wonder how they would get pull stuff like this off. And, yeah. then, and then when you watch it, you're just like, oh, my God, this is how they pull it off. <laughs> you know what it is, is you got a third of the people that are just so stupid, they're fucking completely down with it. Mm -hmm. Or they have such a bizarre agenda that they're down with it. You have a third of the people who are like, this is fucking absolutely ridiculous. And then you have a third in the middle is like, I just don't care one way or another. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what it seems like. You know, and even the people who are realize that it's completely, absolutely ridiculous. Um, I think they're like, but what do you do about it? You know, what the hell can I do other than stop watching baseball, which I probably will do just because I can't. <laughs> there's no way I can sit there watching either a the cardboard cutouts, which is creepy as fuck. Or sit there with a looking at a completely empty. Hold on, did they have cardboard cutouts? They have at some of the games. Yeah, they've done that at some of the games. Put cardboard cutouts in the seats of fans. Oh my god! So the fans are like sending in their pictures, and they're turning them into a cardboard cutout. Oh, and putting, come on! I, I know it's it's absolute insanity. But what the Rays were doing was they just um, were playing to an empty ball field and piping in fan noise. And it's like they even had the fan noise, like people were stomping their feet, you know, before a pitch and all that. It, it was, it was so surreal, man. Did they it's, just? It's like reality is it, 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 everywhere I look. It seems like reality is broken. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I just, <laughs> and that to me, that was one of those things where I literally just could not. I, I could not watch it. Here's the thing. I when I got involved in politics, I really kind of stopped watching sports to begin with. I just stopped at right. that point, though. I just found a different... I never did. I, I did. Yeah. But now... But I used to still watch the Rays games. I used to still, like, care about the Rays. And I, I'd watch baseball a little bit more. And the football a little bit. Like, I would... And I started making my way back a little bit more, like, in maybe the year... Maybe in the past year, I've watched it a little bit more. And right. Things like that. But after this... No. I'm, yeah. I... I Here's the thing. I want now I want all the teams to go under. And in a way that would break my heart, but in another way it's like I don't know if I can do it anymore. I mean, <laughs> how long before somebody is going to say cuz I'm a Bucks fan, diehard Bucks fan, have been since I was a little kid, right? Mm -hmm. Um how long before somebody is going to say that the Buccaneers are offensive to, I don't know, Somalis? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they take that away. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's just, it, but again, I, I don't know. I, I probably won't be able to watch sports this year, football even this year, which is I'm a big football fan. I like hockey. I like baseball. But in reality, I'm a football fan. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I don't even know if I, I, I'm debating whether or not to even get involved with fantasy. And as you know, I've always been a big mm -hmm. fantasy player and, and all that. 
Um, and that's been a, you know, a, a, a large part of, uh, you know, my, my life, my entertainment. I have, I've always enjoyed that. And yeah, I don't know if I can do it anymore. It's just, it's too, it's too politicized. It's too, yeah, they're ruining it. Yeah. It's like just, they, they're ruining, they're ruining sports for people. Yeah. Because you know, here's the thing you want sports to be a distraction. Right. And you're trying to get away from, you know, you're just trying to focus on things that don't matter. But see, they screwed it up decades ago. And they screwed it up by letting nationalism in the door. They screwed it up, you know, in the 60s and 70s when they started playing the national anthem at sports events. Mm, you yeah. know, if they had never associated the whole nationalism with the sports, this would be a complete non-issue because it would be like it's a separate thing. It's sports. It's you know, it's well, here's the thing. I mean, eventually it probably would have snuck its way in one way or another. I don't think it would have. Look, if there was no national anthem played before games, there would be nothing to kneel to. Hmm, you see true. what I'm saying? So a guy kneeling on the sideline was just taking a knee like football play players do everywhere. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So the fact that we let it in the door and basically it's it's an analogy for government. The fact that it exists at all means it's always going to be bastardized and corrupted and it's going to totally fuck up everything. And, and that's what we did. <laughs> it's true, though. Government fucks up everything. They fuck up everything. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it is a damn shame, though, because and I know I'm sure a lot of other people feel exactly the same way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But here's just, the thing. I'm just done with it, though. Like, ESPN's e ratings was off the chart. And I think it's that's basically I don't know if that's going to last. I think that's basically because everyone so many people were so desperate for any type of sports whatsoever. I mean, shit, man. And this is no joke. This week, <laughs> this week, I actually bet on a Madden NFL simulation game. What? Did you win? <laughs> no. <laughs> you lost the bet. I went on DraftKings. And because they sent me an email, and I actually gambled a couple of bucks on an NFL Madden computer simulation game. And I thought that's a problem. I thought to like, my, that's kind of a problem. I thought <laughs> I, said, I said, I said, Adrian, this is really pathetic. <laughs> like that that was yeah. That well, they hooked me with an email. They said, hold on, they they they, they hooked you with his email. <laughs> yeah, they communicated with me, and that caused me to actually make the bet on a Madden simulation game. <laughs> you know, you see why I don't want to be on mailing list because I'm kind of a sucker sometimes. <laughs> So anyway, I'm like, you know what? I haven't logged in DraftKings for, you know, almost a year. Let me go ahead and log in. And uh, yeah, all right, I'll throw 10 bucks in there. And let's, all right, what, what do I got to play? Well, I went to, to go play some games. And it's like there was Cornhole or Madden. <laughs> you know, it's like. Well, why wouldn't they you were pick, actually gambling. Hold on, why wouldn't you pick Cornhole over Madden? I don't know anything Cornhole's about. Cornhole's real. I don't know anything about Cornhole. At least I played Madden, oh. <laughs> you know, and they actually use real players and stuff like that. So you're, you're picking your lineup from real players, you know, from the yeah. 2019 season. And But yeah, it was. And then I was like, yeah, that was. I can't believe I just did that. <laughs> but my point you is. You know, the funny thing is, is if people you are won, you'd have done it again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> 
I'd probably be setting my light up right now. Like, hang, on. <laughs> hang on, Alex. Let me show you something here. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's it just it, reality is is broken. The the world is so bizarre right I now. I didn't realize we had two signs that idiocracy was upon us, but now we have two. <laughs> the other one is Adrian betting on Madden. Well, no, no. The fact that that exists. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, you got to figure that Fanduel and and well, I told you about what Fanduel did no. uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, they just basically said you've got a few bucks in in your account. We're just going to take it. What? <laughs> yeah, there's like, you know, leftover three bucks in my account or something like that. And they just sent me an email and said, basically, uh, you know, you haven't logged in a while for, so we're just going to take your money. And they did. <laughs> <laughs> Are they, would they go out of business? Yeah, I think they're going to. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they've literally, they've lost, you know, all their revenue and there's probably not going to be much of a football season this year. Yeah. You know, that's a lot of the gambling and sports betting sites are going to. be. Oh, yeah. Vegas is Vegas is go figure that Vegas is even hurting. Well, when you closed everything down, this is what happens. Well, yeah. Yeah. Eventually. But yeah, you got all different kinds of problems that are coming up now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is just one of them. Well, next week's going to be a really big week because what's going to come out is the uh, initial GDP for the second quarter of uh, 2020 and i think it's definitely without question going to be the biggest decline in gdp in american history the only question is how big and i i suspect it's probably going to be somewhere between negative 50 and negative 60 percent wow from baseline from wow yeah yeah so it's it's going to be about half the gdp is going to be about cut in half um for the second quarter and I think that could potentially send all the market. The, the markets are just waiting to go into a tailspin. So next week could very well be the, the week that they do go into a tailspin. Could be wrong. It could be later than that. It could be some other trigger. But, uh, folks, if, if you are invested, be very, very cautious in the coming days. The, the GDP number comes out on Thursday. So you might want to, if if nothing else, just restructure a little and hedge a little if you're if you're in the markets at all. Yeah, because yeah. you were looking at an ETF when I came in here, right? Yeah, there's, I, well, a, there's a short ETF. Well, there's a, I'm I, I'm actually in, involved. I, I, I'm doing a lot of shorts right now, and, and one of the ones I'm going to pick up is called uh, SDOW, and basically it's a, I think it's a, a two times inverse of the the Dow Jones Industrial Average. So essentially, when the Dow goes down, you essentially make twice that amount on the upside yeah so it's it's a it's a pretty good etf to be in i i think you know for the short term at least yeah but you can also lose your ass on it because it's highly leveraged yeah so you can it can cost you a lot of money if you're wrong so just be the point is is uh you're probably your best bet is take all your money and put it on but go buy physical gold and silver and put it buried in the backyard yeah (laughs) <laughs> it's really your safest bet at this point because gold is going through the roof. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both gold and silver. I think uh, silver's at uh, like twenty two and a half, twenty three, somewhere in that neighborhood. And gold is uh, has crossed through nineteen hundred. I think. Yeah. If not, it's hovering right around nineteen hundred. So, which is you know amazing. That's yeah. that's uh, highest it's been in a decade. Wow. And it, and it keeps ramping up. A lot of uh, a lot of people are saying uh, three thousand by uh, by the end of the year or maybe early next year. Wow. So. Yeah, it's uh, but well, yeah, hey, man, the federal government keeps giving me government cheese. Eventually, there's going to be inflation. Yeah, you know, and, and gold is your hedge against inflation. It always has been. So that's the way to go. Yeah, and it looks like they're going to be adding more stimulus anyway, though. They're going to get another. Everybody's getting more. I can't checks. wait. I know. It's awesome, isn't it? <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm applying for all. Actually, of it, I got man. some taxes. I'm going to pay with this next one. You know, that's a that's a good way to go. Now, see, I'm not I'll just giving their money back. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm. Well, actually, you did the last one though. <laughs> no, I actually didn't end up doing. It. I oh. went. I kept the money and went on an installment plan for taxes. <laughs> Oh, I'm like, I, I'm at the point in my life is like, you took for me my entire life. Now I'm getting as much back as I can. And I'm paying you as little as I, I can get away with. Yeah. yeah. So, hey. All, all right. right so, that's the way it should be. All right. Let's get into this next thing here. Though. Where are we going? Okay. Let's get into the Trump thing. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, let's, before we get into any of it, Trump was in a press conference. And I want you to hear what he says. Before we even get into any more of it. Hear it directly from the man himself. Okay, you want me to just go ahead and play it? Yeah, play All right. this. All right, we'll uh, we'll play. Well, let's set it up a little bit though. All right, so he's at a press conference. He's oh, asked and this about is a COVID press conference. A COVID press conference, right. right? And towards the end of it is there's the reporter is just you know asking on you know a couple of questions on unrelated various items. things. Yeah, so um, that is basically where this comes in. So let's we'll go ahead and play it now. Yeah, it's a little bit a different topic, but it's one that a lot of people are talking about. Um, Ghislaine Maxwell is in prison, and so a lot of people want to know if she's going to turn in powerful people. And I know you've talked in the past about Prince Andrew, and uh, you've criticized Bill Clinton's behavior. I'm wondering, uh, do you feel that she's going to turn in powerful men? How do you see that working out? I don't know. I haven't really been following it too much. I just wish her well, frankly. Uh, I've met her numerous times over the years, especially since I lived in Palm Beach, and I guess they lived in Palm Beach. Uh, but I wish her well. Whatever it is, uh, I don't know the situation with Prince Andrew. Just don't know. Not aware of it. Okay. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. Now, really? let's gauge a couple things here first. One, Trump thinks he knows about everything all the time and always has an opinion on it. Right. For one. Two, he knows that woman very well. There are thousands of pictures with him or hundreds of pictures with him and her. They know each other. Right. They yeah. ran in the same circles. Yeah. Epstein was a member of they his club. They were clearly friends, yes. if not more. He's been at her house or he's been to their house and, and vice versa. Right. They ran in the same circles together. There is much documentation on this part of it. Right. The second thing is, Trump is saying he's wishing well to a person that has been charged who's connected with the person that was convicted of being a pedophile. That's just the way it is. Okay. Third, <laughs> he's saying, yeah, I don't know anything about the Prince Andrew thing. I, I haven't heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, have you not, have, have you not picked up a newspaper in the past six months? You, do you know what, it, you know what it tr sounds like with Trump, by the way? You know what that sounds like? Hmm. That sounds like a very measured, benign response that you needed to make that you can't answer anything on that you gave a very vanilla response to. I don't know about that. Which is completely uncharacteristic of Trump. Uh, well, yes, it is. But it's also very interesting is there's no way in the world that any uh, PR person or press secretary would advise him to wish her well. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, so that was definitely coming off the top of his head. Okay, I got you, I got you. Um, but you're right. The fact that he is just like pushing it aside and you know not really having an opinion. There's a bunch of schools of thought on this. Obviously, he's got his hand in the cookie jar somewhere. 
Okay. Now, whether it's all the way in the cookie jar or just, you know, he's loosely associated, I don't know. But there's there's a lot of smoke there. Like there's the um, there was a law, the federal lawsuit uh, that was filed against him where it said that uh, there was a 13 year old girl that uh, Epstein had kept at his his uh, Palm Beach mansion for a while and used essentially as a sex slave. Mm hmm. Epstein raped her and Trump also raped her. And she filed, and this was back in 2016, she filed a lawsuit in federal court against both Trump and Epstein before all of this really came out. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it was dismissed, brushed away, you know, just kind of went away. Which could mean could mean that it didn't happen. It could mean it was bullshit, or it could mean that you know either the right people got to her, or the right you know like a, a stormy uh, thing where the the right money oh, yeah, changed. she got paid off. Exactly, exactly. But she could have been doing it to get paid off too. So oh yeah, again, yeah, innocent I, until proven guilty. Yeah, yeah, and I agree with all that. But I'm just saying that smoke and that smoke that came out before a lot of this other stuff. Um, so there's that. So chances and and of course, obvious at this point, you know, <laughs> despite the Trump people saying well he kicked him out of mar-a-lago well yeah that was because they got in a real estate dispute yeah you know um but prior to that there was a whole lot of well, shit you going gotta on. remember too he remember he said he he said that epstein he said this publicly that, that epstein likes him on the young side yeah i think that was in two that, yeah that was in an article in 2002 that they were doing on epstein and trump said yeah he he likes women he likes them young he likes them on the young side um and he likes uh likes them even more than me yeah <laughs> <You know? laughs> so i mean there you go. Uh, that's a pretty good indication that Trump knew that he was banging at least very young women, if not underage women. Yeah. And it's also kind of an indication that he liked the idea himself. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, it, there's no doubt that, that there's Trump connections here. Absolutely, without question. Con connected to Ghislaine, connected to Epstein. Uh, plenty of instances of them being together. So you really can't deny that. I mean, you can deny it, but you're just in la-la land. You're well, not living in, in the same reality as everyone else if you deny it. Well, here's the thing. So so, uh, and let me try to, I don't want to say give them the benefit of the doubt here, but let me offer a alternative theory. Because I've been thinking about this. One of the alternative theories could be that he wished her well because he doesn't want to see her die, right? And he wants to see her testify and he wants to see her, you know, expose all these people that need to be exposed. That is a possibility. However, it's also, remember how Trump thinks about loyalty. Okay? It's also a possibility that he's showing her that he's willing to be loyal to her if she's loyal to him. That's right. And loyal to him would mean not outing him. Go ahead and out everyone else. Don't out me. Yeah. Okay? Um, but I think at this point, chances are what's going to happen is whatever she has and she says she has copies of all the videos mm -hmm. whatever she has is going to end up in prosecutor's hands and pr is probably already in prosecutor's hands so if if she did have something on trump the prosecutors already have it and now it's going to be a, a question of whether what the prosecutors decide with it so it's it's at this point it's pretty much out of her hands well unless unless they don't have it all though like you know they could have you know she could be a person that has so much information in one spot but doesn't right. have everything everywhere that is true you know what i mean so you, maybe you know, there's some attorney a little bit back some attorney that no one's ever heard of that she paid to keep it in a vault you know and, mm -hmm. and you see what i'm saying yeah if something happens to me then you can unseal it or yeah or, like or, or if i come for it or ask you for it or something like that so you know who who knows who knows? It's it's hard to say at this point. But the one thing for sure is that this is not a normal response 
that's from Trump. That's the thing. Yeah. That is, you're right. That's the thing. This is not normal. No, not for him. Now, if it was anybody, here's the thing. This is the funny part. If it was anybody else, it would be completely normal. Well, hold on. The wishing her well part still. That's, that's I don't not care right. who it is. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, you you would normally say, well, let's see, you know. But the uh, measured response could the, be anybody. The else. measured response is the exact thing that you would expect from any president, except for Donald Trump. The wishing her well is something that you wouldn't expect from anyone else, and it's a kind of thing that the normal uh, person or politician would say. Well, we'll just have to let the justice system play out. Yeah, and why don't? You know? and, and here's the thing too. You're going to sit there and tell me you don't know about the, the situation? Yeah, exactly. You're not going to say you don't know about it. You're going to say, well, there are serious allegations. And, of course, everyone is innocent until proven guilty. And we'll, we'll just have to see how what transpires. Yeah, but, you, you but know? that's a lie, though. Like, exactly. You're the fact tell that me you saying, don't know, that's yeah, a lie. There's no way in hell that he doesn't know about it. Exactly. Uh, just no but way But this guy's hell. got his nose in everybody else's business anyway. Right. You're going to tell me he doesn't know about Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein and, like, the pedophile ring on a person that used to be a friend of his? Right. Exactly. Exactly. That makes it even more so. I mean, this is someone that... It's he, not like this person wasn't removed. I mean, this person right. is removed from him, but they all it's ran someone in the at same one circles. time he knew very well. Yes. That that there's, there's very little doubt that they would at one time have been described as friends. Yes. Regardless of what happened later. Yeah. Um, and there's no doubt that, you know, both both Ghislaine and Jeffrey Epstein, you know, and Trump were they were all friends. Yeah. At least at bare minimum. Who knows what else? Um, but, you know, so there's there's no way that you don't follow that story. Mm hmm. You know, if it's a, a, a literal friend of yours, something going on with a friend of yours, you're going to even pay more attention to it than you if it was just normal news. Yes. And there's no way that nobody if you're even remotely paying attention to the world. There's no way that you haven't heard about the accusations against Prince Andrew. Yeah. I, you just, it, it's virtually Like impossible. this guy watches Fox News like, all the time. If, if you said that to someone and, and they said, well, what's going on with Prince Andrew and who? What's, I haven't heard anything about it. You'd be like, have you been in a coma? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some people that don't know anything about it. I mean, well, yeah, there's some people that don't know anything about anything, but, that's but not he's Trump, not one of them. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. You're the, he's the president of the United States. You're going to tell me he doesn't know about that and shit? And he has such phenomenal memory. I mean, it, it, come on. Person, man, woman, camera, TV. <laughs> I, I don't think you got it right, but that's all right. That is exactly it. And it, 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 you want to hear the funny thing? I had to really struggle to remember. <laughs> so maybe, maybe Trump might actually score higher on the dementia test than me. But here's the thing, though. That's if a, your memory's that freaking good, then why don't you remember this? Yeah, you should remember Prince Andrew. Exactly. Yeah. Like, all all the all of his characteristics that he brags about all the time, all of a sudden, in the in a two-minute clip, right. all just went away all of a sudden, <laughs> exactly. right? Exactly. Now, now, all of a sudden, he's the complete opposite of everything that he always tells you that he is. Yes. Yeah. Right. And here's the thing. So I posted this up there. I posted this this week. Yeah. Because I'm just like, are you kidding me? Right. Like something doesn't smell right here. Yeah. Like this seems weird. And there were people that came on there to legitimately defend him. Oh, of course. Dude. Yeah. I mean, it, he could shoot someone in the middle of Fifth Avenue and they would defend him. He wasn't wrong when he, he said that. He wasn't wrong when he said that. It's amazing. It's But it's the truth. And it's a testament to everything that's wrong with America and most specifically the demagoguery that we put into politicians, you know, the, 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 how we put these people on pedestals. It's astounding. And what's even funnier now is we put them on 
even taller and thicker and wider pedestals than we used to ever put them on. And now they're even far less deserving than they ever were in the past. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I got to tell you, like, you, I got way more respect for the politicians from the past than I do from the people now. Well, not much more. They weren't that much better. But like uh, today, I put up a post 1980. You know, the, the average voter sentiment was, well, they both seem like pretty good people, but I'm voting for the presidential candidate who has the better economic and foreign policy. Yeah. 2020. Well, they both seem like pedophiles, but I'm voting for the candidate who scored higher on the tests they give to dementia patients. <laughs> and that's re really the world we live in today. I mean, those are our benchmarks. And yet there's still people out there that I idolize, you know, literal idolatry, like, you know, put these people up as like uh, gods. They worship them. And it was true of it's true of Trump. It was true of Obama. I mean, they they literally the last two presidents have been worshipped as almost gods, and it's it's just it's no wonder we're getting to idiocracy because of that. I mean, we didn't used to do that. We used to like presidents and respect presidents and even love presidents, but now we worship them as gods. I mean, we don't obviously. Yeah. But there are those that do. Like, I don't even like Ron Paul that much. No. No. Well, I, I was never that big a fan. I like the guy, but I, I never voted for him. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, I, I... You're absolutely right, by the way, about this. You really are, at the end of the day. And this is the one part I wish... Like, when, when Obama... Like, I thought that the, the cult of personality attached to Obama was a lot. I, well, it was a huge jump from where it had ever been from before. From Bush, yeah. yeah. Yeah, huge jump. Huge jump. Yeah. And there then, was a little bit with Clinton, but it was more like... It was kind of fanboy with Clinton. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Bush, it was always like nobody really like fawned all over Bush. I mean, they did as they did any president, but it wasn't like, you know, Clinton was a little fanboy. Bush was kind of like. Bush went down. Bush went down. Yeah. And then Obama. And Obama went to worship level. And then Trump, I think, is even more so. Oh, no, that's the thing. Okay. Yeah. I thought in 2008 when, when the right would talk about how you know the worshiping of obama oh yeah that they, they were, weren't wrong that they were well no, no 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 that they were upset about it because they didn't want that to be the case not jealous that they don't get to do it <laughs> yeah exactly because yeah. now at this point it just seems to me like it's just raw jealousy yeah yeah because th th everything has got trump on it now like they have it is it is weird and i've never seen this before and maybe you know maybe sometime in the past maybe this was the case I've never seen this kind of fawning over a guy who, in all reality, doesn't deserve to be fawned over. No human does. Yeah. I, this is this is idolatry. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it truly is. I, this is it, it's insanity. Um, but that's where we're at, man. We are totally there. It yeah, is unbelievable. Fucking it's horsemen, unbelievable. Just open the goddamn seals already. Pour out the vials. It, it's time. You have and you have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, one of the signs of the apocalypse. The I'll horsemen. be damned. Yeah. Look at you. Look at the big brain on Brad. <laughs> fuck you. How about that? How about fuck you? I didn't know you had any idea what Revelations was. Okay, so hold on. Let's get back into this, though. All right, where are we at? No, no, no the Trump thing. We're, we're, back, we're still on the Trump thing. Okay. So I put this up, and it, it was... It's unbelievable how much he's defended. Because hmm. And this this is the question that I have, though. If Maxwell survives and she comes out with all of these different people and there's proof of all of them 
including Trump, I don't know how you're going to be able to separate hating on people like Clinton. Let's say let's say it's Clinton and Trump, right? Let's say that they get all these different people, but the two I'm going to focus on right now is Clinton and Trump. That they got proof on Clinton, that they got proof on Trump. Are both sides going to ignore that proof or are they only going to choose to focus on one of them? How can you choose though to focus on one of them and not admit that the other one exists? I will, you can't call one fake news and one real news. I I'll, I'll tell you what will happen. The liberals will actually um, allow Clinton to be thrown under the bus to get to Trump. So okay. uh, the, the liberal, they don't care anymore because Clinton's out of the picture and he's no use to them anymore. Yeah. Um, so even though they won't like it, they will at least accept it and say, you know, well, yeah, but Trump too. Whereas the Trump supporters will actually uh, completely dismiss anything she says about Trump as fake news. And they'll say that it was planted there. That that evidence was planted by Clinton supporters. They'll say the left actually planted that evidence. And they will. You know, though I have seen a couple of chinks in the armor lately. Like when Trump came out and said masks are patriotic this week. Yeah. I saw some chinks in the, the Trumpster armor there. I saw a few diehard Trumpsters. Uh, say, yeah, I no, no, I, I can't believe he said that. I totally disagree. He's wrong, which is surprising, you know, yeah. uh, because it, it really is they're losing their religion. But that was that was one of the first times I've seen actual diehard Trump supporters uh, question or, or push back on anything that he said or done. But it took the the masks are patriotic to do it. You you know the funny part about that one is though huh. I actually think that in him wanting to or now talking about wearing the masks that he made an error. What do you mean? Well, the error that he made is by admitting that he was basically wrong earlier. Right. That that gave the media the opportunity to trounce on him though. Well, where they, if he but, always stays steadfast. Then, then they, they trounce on him for not doing it, but they don't trounce on him for changing his mind. But they gave him a pass pretty much on that because he was now in the right. You see what I'm saying? Mm, not really, though. No, they, 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 I mean, maybe it was more Pelosi and them doubling down on him being like, this proves that he was wrong before and that. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, but what I saw in the media, the way it was reported, it was like they threw in a dig like finally, you know, Trump says that, you know, people should wear masks. Yeah. But they were like. They were saying that what he is saying now is correct. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got you. Um, but yeah, that did at least for a few people. I think that uh, that made him jump off the Trump train. But they, they here's the thing. I mean, they, they probably didn't, ju didn't jump off the Trump. They're, train, they're by still the way. voting for him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. There's a lot of people that are still going to vote for Trump at the end of the day. Yeah. There's there's a lot of people that don't like Trump. That's another thing too. There's a lot of people that don't like Trump that are still going to vote for Trump at the end of the day. Yeah, probably. You know, maybe they shouldn't, but it doesn't change the fact that they're gonna. Yeah. You still think he's going to win re-election? Yeah, actually. Mm -hmm. You know what? Here's the thing. I, I'm i bored of him. I want Biden to win. He'll be more fun. Uh, I mean, because it really, in the grand scheme I mean, scheme don't of discount the, tr the, the reality show that is Trump, though. I mean, you really... <sighs> Here's the thing, dude. I'm getting bored Come with it, Come on now. I'm you, getting bored with it. I'm, I'm tired of fucking with conservatives. I want to fuck with liberals for a while. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I feel like here's I'm just the thing, fucking Biden's running right now. Though you can mess with Biden now. Well, I have been, but he's not as much fun to fuck with. 
But that, you know? but that lends itself to the point as to why Trump should win. Then. No, 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 no. But once he gets in, then it'll be a whole different story. No, it won't because everything oh, yeah, will die will. down at that point. Yeah, it will. Everything's going to die down at that point, though. That's yeah. the thing. They are look. They are ramping everything up in order to get people as angry as possible to get them to vote against Trump. Oh, dude, you <laughs> now you sound like one of them. No, but that's the truth. No, it's not. You the don't truth. think that they're not trying to cause chaos in order to get like in order to get the majority? Here's the thing. It's not about Trump. Hold on, hold on. Let me just say this. Okay, it's not about Trump as much about Democrats getting elected into office. They don't want. They want to get more Democrats in office to control the House and the Senate and the presidency. Dude, did you? For- and they're not using the media to do that. Though? Did you forget what I just said like fifteen minutes ago? What'd you say? Second quarter GDP is going to be down by like fifty percent. By the way, could you make a little more noise with sorry, that ice? Sorry, sorry, just just a little more would be good. Sorry. I, I mean, because just keep drinking it right next to the microphone because it's such a pleasant thing for our listeners. <laughs> I don't know why I hate our listeners so much. I'm sorry. What the fuck was I talking about? Oh, GDP yeah. numbers. Yeah. So the point well, is. that's going to hurt too. <laughs> it's going to hurt. Too. Are you fucking kidding, man? We're, we're on the edge of an economic, literal economic apocalypse. Yeah. I mean, it's like yeah. fucking end time shit coming. Yeah. Oh, hold on. We're, so, we're on an economic. We're, we're going to do this over something that has a kill rate that's not but double the flu. What, what I'm saying is, if you think that this is all being done to for the 2020 election, I mean, shit, what's going to happen is even if Biden wins, by 2022, the world is going to be in such bad shape that everybody's going to hate the guy. Yeah, but they don't, they're not seeing that far out either, though. Look, no, wh- no, 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 there's no plan here. It's just... Uh, that's what you're missing. There is no plan. Nobody's in control. You know what this is? This is idiocracy. This is what happens when you have everybody being fucking stupid. This is just mass stupidity. There is no plan. Okay. Here's There's the nobody behind this. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. In some aspects, I don't necessarily disagree with you real quick. So let me just say this. I'm not trying to say that there is this plan in that They've manufactured everything. What I'm what I'm saying is is that you have a lot of people that are all pushing in the same direction that want to see the Democrats win elections because ideologically they've they control all the 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 people that believe in this control all the power centers and that they are pushing this agenda forward utilizing those power centers. You keep the media. Using, you keep using the word power centers. Yeah, what does that I'm mean? Bringing that back. What does that mean? Power centers. The media is a power center. Okay. The newspapers are power centers. Well, that's still the media. Academic, acad, academics is power centers. Um, corporations. I mean, the, the corporate the corporate structures. They're able to now. Now they may not run those structures, but they have enough people that are involved in those structures that they're able to move them all in this direction. Which is why you have this complete corporate mass on board with with what's going on right I, now. I, I think you're conflating. A vun- bunch of individual issues and <laughs> yeah, I didn't. You can take a sip. Just do it away from the mic. That's all you got to do. Exactly. Now I can't hear you. You're doing a great job. Alex is flicking me off as he's taking a sip from his extremely noisy uh, tumbler. There, sippy cup. Sippy cup. <laughs> what are those things called? I don't know. No, there's a word from it. It's I a, don't know. It's a the. the I the, still don't know. <sighs> Fuck. I forget. Threw me off again. With the goddamn drinking. I'm going to outlaw food and drinks in this office. Jesus Christ. Um, where was I? 
uh, economic clip democrats right um, okay yeah so so what what you're doing is you're misunderstanding people taking advantage of individual situations for a master plan and you're right there are people who are taking advantage of the current situation for whatever reason uh specifically there's a lot of that going on in, in corporate interests that's why banks are showing record profits right now because they're spending all the money that the fed keeps giving them um and buying equities with it and forcing the market into a completely abnormal state and and by the way they're that's starting to turn you have more insider selling now than there's been in a very very long time so that's that's another signal that the market's about to tank by the way um, but the point is, is I, I think you're misinterpreting how much control they really have. You're falling into the same mistake th that I think a lot of conspiracy theorists, theorists make is that you're actually thinking they have more power than they do. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I just I think it's we're one giant fucking herd of stupid animals. OK, you know, I, okay, well, hold on again. I don't necessarily even disagree with your characterization. Right. But you're discounting the ability of taking the top of the hill little pile of snow and turning it into this big, huge snowball at the bottom. That yeah, they're they're doing the the push is real. But there's the the, the push is real, and they know what's going to happen when they push. I don't know. I don't think they do. I think they do. I because well, if maybe they, they don't. If they did, they probably wouldn't do it because it's not going to benefit them in the long run. Some of some people, it's going to benefit in the long run. You know, the people who are turning the government cheese into gold, then yeah, that's they're going to benefit them. So it's going to benefit the billionaires yeah. because that's what they're doing. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, you know, the the ones pretty much everybody else and certainly uh, your average Democrat voter, it's not going to benefit at all. It's going to kill the herd. It's, it's going to kill them. But they're the herd. But what I'm saying is if you're doing something to ensure that your base does the right thing to keep you in power, this is not the right thing to do. Definitely not in the long term. I don't think that they're looking in the long term as much as so. They, they, so they're they're okay. So they're just stupid. Is what you're well, saying? Yeah, of course they're stupid. Oh well, then they don't, they're not in control of it. Yeah, but they're kind of in control of it. Eh, they're not, and they're not pushing all the stupid, snowball, and they're not all stupid. I don't know. Pushing the snowball is really gravity's in control of it, and right now there's nobody is in control of anything right now, as far as I'm concerned. It, it, gravity has has taken effect, and that snowball is rolling downhill, and there's really nothing that can be done to stop it at this point. And people are just all over the place doing really stupid things and some are capitalizing on it and you know i guess i mean shit for you know i guess the best thing you can do at this point is try to capitalize in any way you can well i mean we're looking at a very we're looking at unprecedented times we're looking at, at just you know really bad times that's going on right now it's unfortunate that this is what's going to happen and i think a lot of people are going to be hurt on the other end of it right and that's i mean hang on let me put this gdp number in perspective and, and like i said i i'm i'm predicting Negative 50 to 60% GDP mm -hmm. in the second quarter. Okay. In years past, if we had like two or three quarters that were negative one, negative 2%, they would say we're in a recession. Yeah. Okay. The first quarter of 2005, or, or I'm sorry, <laughs> the first quarter of uh, 2020. 2020 was down 5%. Okay which was huge, calamitous. I mean, it was a really big deal because economists get excited when we have 2% GDP growth, 3% GDP growth, 
4% GDP growth, they're creaming their jeans. Yeah. Okay, that's like huge. Four, we had 4% GDP in the first quarter. Okay, that's a big deal. We're going to have negative 50% GDP. You have no idea what that's like. Nobody has. And, and I say nobody has any idea what that's like because it's never even come close. Never even come close close to happen because well, we've never we've never done what we've done here with yeah. this economy in now. the great depression it didn't come close to ever happening because they just shut everything down the they unemployment down the unemployment has never come close to being this high yeah it's never come close this i, I mean the the new first-time jobless claims again again this week people filing for unemployment for the first time was 1.4 million people this past week. Yeah. It's not getting any better. And again, we have broken the record for first-time jobless claims now, you know, since the original records were were placed in 2008 when they were 600,000. Mm-hmm. We've more than doubled that and in most cases tripled that pretty much every single um, week for the past, you know, three months. Yeah. You, you can't underestimate how horrible things are right now economically. And the only reason that it hasn't hit yet is the government is still handing out cheese because there's a moratorium on evictions. That's well, that, gonna, that's ending. That's ending. Okay. And right now, right now, one third, one third of the renters in America are either behind on their rent or in some forbearance plan. Yeah. Most of those people are going to get kicked out. That's tens of millions of people who are going to be homeless probably in the next two months. Tens of millions of homeless people in the next two months. Government is printing money like they've never done before. Not even close. I mean, we talked about last week. Last month, we had a budget deficit of $800 billion. A monthly deficit. A monthly deficit deficit we had only had annual budget deficits of over 800 billion dollars a few times in all of american history in a year mm-hmm. now we have it in a month yeah and next month's going to be higher yeah because they're going to do this they're stimulus. doing it again yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're doing it again so it's <sighs> and, the, and the other thing is this so so for anyone to say and, and again before i finish a thought mm-hmm. um it, it, for anyone to say that oh well this is just a democrat plan to get biden elected you know that's that's literally like cutting off both of your legs to get out of mowing the lawn yeah, but <laughs> you know what i'm saying are, are you gonna put it are you gonna put it past these guys to do that they <sighs> who knows hate, maybe they're just that stupid their i don't hatred know hatred of this guy goes so far that it's not even here's the thing you could accurately report on what this guy does and attack him with his they with only hate reports. him because he's on the other team but that's the only reason i see here's the thing the republicans hate him too though i, I, I don't know what to tell so you so he's man. not really on the <laughs> other team though yeah well yeah I, apparently the republicans don't hate him because he got elected well no 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 i'm sorry not the people, not the Republican voters. I'm talking about the politicians that are up there. Well, there's a significant portion of the politicians that are up there that don't like him either. All I know like that's is that's the part that really freaks me out about all this is that like they don't accurately report what he says. 
what he says is still crazy if you would just tell the truth. But then it's it's like that guy, the Hispanic guy with the Goya thing. Right. Where he goes up there and talks nice to him and then they want to boycott Goya, right? Right. What was Trump doing at the time that he was there? They were they were doing something about helping the Hispanic community. You know what I mean? And instead of focusing on the program that was going to be there to help the Hispanic community, they're going to attack the guy because he's a racist and this this Goya guy, you know, like instead of telling the truth as to what was going on at the time. I'm tired of talking about Trump. Fuck that guy. No, no, no. no. Hold on. I want to get to this point, though. The point of it is, is that they don't tell the truth about him anyway. Right. Even though if they were to tell the truth, look, we would still not. I I still wouldn't vote for the fucking guy. I'm still not going to vote for him now because my biggest my biggest issue is actually the budget and considering that you didn't give a shit about the budget beforehand and anybody that brings up anything to try to get you in line with having some fiscal responsibility you threaten to drum out of the party fuck you like you, you, you b- these numbers these numbers You're so precious. these fuck you these numbers that he's the numbers he's spending right now should make bernie sanders cream in his pants because he could never envision us spending this much freaking money Yeah, but now it doesn't matter. But that's perfect for Bernie that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to Trump supporters either. They don't care that he's, he's, you know, the budget no longer matters. Nobody, nobody cares about the budget anymore. I think that's kind of my fact. And the fact that nobody cares about the budget anymore is why I'm pushing for more government cheese and why I'm like, hey, fuck it. I mean, it's they're going to do it anyway. Might as well get something out of it. Yeah, I I don't disagree with that. that, That's the point I'm at. I'm I'm just beyond caring because I know it's all completely unsalvageable. So now at this point, I'm at like, fuck this country. Fuck this government. I'm getting what's mine. And when it all burns down, we'll try to start over and do it again. Right. Yeah, you know I, I, that's about really all you can do. Yeah, it's I, it's it, there. There's nothing you can do to stop it anymore. You, there's nothing you can do to prevent the collapse. It's it's gone. It's like we were on a long, slow slide before, but with this whole COVID thing, we just it, we all jumped off the cliff. Yeah, you know, and right now we're in free fall. We haven't hit bottom yet. And when we do, it's going to be a rude awakening. But there's one more. I was speaking of rude awakening. There's one more thing I want to get to before we end this hour. All right. This week, the New York Times reported that in a currently secret uh, meeting with Congress, the Pentagon actually admitted that there, they did not end their UFO investigation in 2016, like they said, that they've continued the investigation and that their conclusion is that many UFOs are actually extraterrestrial vehicles. <laughs> they, they, in fact, the exact quote were, they're not of this world and they were not manufactured. They're, they're off-world world vehicles that were not manufactured on this earth. And they're about to leak that to the press. Okay, they're, they're actually going to release part of this report saying exactly that. So this is the United States government, the Pentagon, uh, saying, yes, we have been investigating yes, UFOs, and yeah, they are actually extraterrestrial vehicles. Okay. <laughs> I have a question here. Well, hang on a second. The first point I want to make is that we're kind of bringing this up as an afterthought at the end of the show. That's how bad 2020 has been, is that the fact that our government is saying, yes, extraterrestrial vehicles exist um, and they're visiting Earth is like kind of like, yeah, let's wrap the show up with that. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Let's talk about it. We're not, okay. we're, we're, no, right. no, I want to talk about this because you're right. Yeah. My first thing is, is that 
Do you think that they waited until there was a some kind of global thing going on that they could actually admit admit this at the time frame in which it would get the least amount of impact? No, I, I think this has been a long, slow process. It's it's been a this has been the the longest reveal in human history. They've been slowly letting things out for the past 20, 30 years. So it's it's been this has been a long. Well, this seems up. like well, hold on. Just like you say that the cliff ramp up thing happened, right? You don't think that this is the same thing? No, it's kind of the next step because if you remember, last year they started releasing videos. You yeah, know but that was this year. Oh, they did more this year, but they re- released some of them last year okay, too. Okay, okay. Um, so they, you know, there's a, actually they were leaked last year. And then this this year, year. the Pentagon admitted that they were real. Yeah. Okay. That's really what it was. But even when they were leaked, you had all the experts coming on and say, yeah, these are legit. There's no way anyone could fake this. Yeah. You know, you had literal like F-22 pilots saying, yeah, that's that's a cockpit. And unless you, you know, knew exactly that was a cockpit, there was no way you could fake that. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, that's a kind of world we're living in right now. But. It's actually, uh, it's funny because they didn't use any terms about extraterrestrial life forms or um, aliens or anything like that. Um, The way they phrase it actually goes to my theory. You know? What? That these are the human um, progeny from many, many centuries in the future. Coming back for uh, historical tourism. You really think that's what it is, huh? <laughs> I think that's the most likely scenario. So yeah. you think time travel is the thing? I think we figure it out eventually, and we're we're using it. Yeah. I, well, here's the thing. Time travel is plausible within certain scenarios. Um, so it's even with our understanding of physics now, there is absolutely the ability to, or at least theoretically, uh, plausibly the ability to travel through time. Like, uh, because of space and time are, are relative things. I mean, we know absolutely we can travel forward in time. We've proven that at different rates. So, essentially, I, you know, time can move much more slowly for me than it's you. So, essentially, from my perspective, that's like you traveling into the future. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but this was talking about going back, though. Well, there's always been Einstein-Rosen bridges, which potentially could be portals back to points in space-time prior to what you perceive as now. Um, so there's there's a lot of different scenarios where that could happen. Um, you know, so I, I think it's, it's plausible. I think the most pro- plausible scenario is that uh, that's what this is. You know, this is the, uh, the future of man uh, coming back to, to visit us. So you think space Karens are coming, or future Karens are coming back? Uh, you know, I, I think that's why they're like, you know, spindly, uh, you know, they're, they're way genetically modified. They've lived on different planets and different environments. That's why they're all different shapes and sizes and things like that. But I think, yeah, that these are probably future generations of humor. That's that's my story, and I'm sticking with it anyway. All right, so, we'll go with it. But, yeah, it's, it's interesting that uh, this is probably going to be, within the next couple of years, we're probably going to have mostly full disclosure from the United States government that, if the government some exists. form of off-world life form, whether they be human origin or not, exists and is visiting us. So hmm. pretty cool thing. Yeah, yeah. So I anyway. just can't believe like it's just weird that it comes out now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I, I mean? I it, maybe that was part of the thought process, but I, I think they were on that trajectory anyway. So it's maybe like they, why, it's it's like why they put out some new stories on Fridays. It, it could be. It could be. 
But who and they actually did put that on a, out on a Friday, by the way. So who yeah. knows? Yeah. Well, could exactly. Be. What are we uh, What are we going to talk? I think about they in put the it out hour? on Friday, so we can talk about it on Saturday. They're doing it all for us. I, I I hope so. That would be very nice of them, actually, because uh, you know it did give us something to uh, close the show with. It was solid. Well, the other thing we're going to talk about is the Russian space wars that's ramping up. Um, people being afraid to discuss their political views and many other things on the other side. And if you'd like to hear hour number two, go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up. Even at the $2 level, you get to hear the second hour every week and you get a whole bunch of swag, including an autographed copy of the Cassandra Trigger right now. That's so right. Join us on the other hour. <laughs> <laughs>